Good evening and welcome to the first episode of Out on Bond. My name is Ryan Minter and uh, this is uh, something I've wanted to do for a long time, but I've, I've been involved in some stuff lately with the law in the last year and a half or so. And, and uh, it's really opened my eyes to how the justice system in America really operates I've seen it from afar, you know, you hear people talk about it on the news and, you know, and in in social media, and I never really understood it too much until, until really this last, uh, this last winter when I was actually arrested. And just to let everybody know, I'm actually on bond right now. I'm working on my case and a bunch of bullshit and, uh reason I wanted to do this is because I know a lot of people out there have have been involved in some really shady shit with the law. Cops, prosecutors, you know, everybody involved in the legal system. And, and I just wanted to uh, just kind of share my experience. I can't really talk about my case right now because it's still pending. But uh, I just wanted to say... Um, I'm an army veteran, spent nine years in the military, uh, three years on active duty, and then six years in the National Guard down in Tennessee, and did two tours overseas, one to Iraq and one to Bosnia. Proud American. I mean, I love this country, and, uh, you know, everything that it supposedly stands for, um... I would have died for this country and and I just don't really understand the direction that it's going right now when it comes to the justice system and what I'm going to say is like what happens to a person when they're approached by the police I mean what rights do you have as an American I see it in my local town here that I live in in Ohio um, they've got this new term out called proactive policing. And I don't know, you know, I've never asked the, the, the people who, who use that term exactly what they mean by that. But I, but to me, and along with my experiences, it sounds like it's very intrusive. It means proactive means, well, let's go, let's go ask questions and let's, let's, let's detain this person and, and figure out whether they've broken the law later. That's exactly the opposite of what the Founding Fathers wanted for this country because they were so so used to having to deal with that, you know, with the English and the, and the British Army and, and whatnot. And it just, in my experience... I mean, I I fully believe that, and I think everybody I've ever talked to about my case is that, that my Fourth Amendment rights were violated. And we all know what that is, whether, you know, whether you know the exact wording or not. We know that the police have to have a right to search you as an American citizen. And in my case, <clears throat> one other police officer who I have a, yeah, not necessarily close relationship, but we're we're related. Haven't seen each other in years, and you know had some disputes, and 
he's a police officer and made a call about me, just totally unwarranted, when he was off duty and intoxicated. And so I got a visit. No, you know, at first was thought it was him. And it turns out that, um, you know, about 10 minutes later, I was sitting in the back of a cop car with facing what I didn't know at the time was, was a bunch of charges worth a lot of years. And, you know, just being an honest person and, 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 you know, wanting to get my side of the story out, I spoke to the detective, which I never should have. And I don't think ultimately in the end, when it, when it all comes out in the wash, that it's going to matter that much. But I just give them more information. I mean, if anybody's, <clears throat> the, any, any advice that I could give anybody is just shut your mouth. Don't say anything to anyone. Get yourself a lawyer. And then if you have to talk, then talk on the advice of your lawyer. Because, you know, what happens is, is I mean, I'll just start this off by saying, you know, you get arrested and then, and then you know, you're, you're accused of something. And then they take you and they put you in a room and they make you feel comfortable. Sometimes they make you feel comfortable. Sometimes they, you know, they make you uncomfortable so you'll talk just so you can get it over with. And that's exactly what he did is he made me feel comfortable like, you know, I was going to be able to tell my side of the story while, you know, why the the police officer ever showed up, you know, and that my relative was involved. And, you know, I did all that. I explained every bit of it. And he just took my words and spun it into something else. And, you know, what happens after that is is, you know, you get a complaint and then you can either plead guilty or plead not guilty to the complaint. And then if you plead not guilty, you know, you go in front of the judge in a preliminary hearing and they take it and, you know, the judge makes a decision whether there's evidence or not that you committed that crime and then they send it to the grand jury. And... You know, I've never been in a grand jury. Grand juries are secret. They're done behind closed doors. Um, I, you know, I guess because, you know, so they're not persuaded by public influence or anything. And, you know, I'm not 100% sure, but the, but in, in every situation, but, you know, the grand jury doesn't hear the side of the story of the defendant. All they hear about is the side of the prosecution. And, you know, the prosecution, they could say anything to the grand jury. And I, I read I read in a book one time, um, but I, I can't remember the guy's name right off the top of my head. I would, I would gladly cite his work, but um, he, he acts as a lawyer... Um, in in his books and tells stories they're you know they're they're fiction but very informative about the law and I, I read those actually while I was in jail and um, 
one of his statements was that the local prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich. And if you think about, you know, just something that you do on a regular basis or whatever, you know, if you smoke pot or, you know, maybe, you, you know, you use, you do whatever it is that, you know, maybe skirts the law a little bit. They can turn that into anything. And they go in front of the grand jury and give them a bunch of evidence and hearsay evidence that's not even allowed in court. You know, in my case, I, I believe, and a lot of, most of the evidence that they, that they claim to have against me is, is hearsay. And it won't even be allowed in court because some of the things that people say about me, they're never going to testify to it. So it's just, it's, it's inadmissible. But it got me indicted. And, you know, so I spent, you know, some time in jail, you know, without bond, not not without bond. I had a, you know, I had a bond that I could post, which I ended up posting after, you know, a couple months. But, you know, that they stick you with that. And there's really nothing you can do especially if you, you know, most people don't have a couple thousand dollars to post bond. You know, what they like to do is like with with bond is is, you know, accuse you of a bunch of stuff and then and then tell you, you know, you need you need $5,000 or you need $50,000 or you need $100,000 to get out of jail to fight your case. And I, I mean, I know my situation over the last couple of years, I've, you know, moved states, you know, switched jobs, went to school, paid child support. I don't have that kind of money just laying around. And I would imagine that most people that are involved in, 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 that get involved in the justice system, quote unquote, don't have that kind of money and they don't have family members or they don't have anybody willing to, to do that. And so you end up get, getting stuck in jail, unable to pay to get out. And then, you know, somewhere along the line, you know, the longer that you're in there, you're eating the shitty food, you're being treated like a fucking criminal, like an animal. They, you know, there's a lot of head games that go on in jail that involve the inmates, that 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 the inmates like to play, that that the officers like to play. Just the general procedures of the jail that 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 is just a lot of mind games that make you just want to be out of there so bad. And and then you know, right about that time, you know, the prosecutors in general generally will 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 send you an offer you know they indict you on a bunch of you know as many charges as they possibly can you know let's just say you're facing 10 years if you get convicted in a trial well then they'll send a plea that says well if you agree to plead guilty and give up your rights then we'll only give you two years or we'll only give you a couple years of probation and a lot of people do that because you know you get assigned a public defender that 
you know, in my case, before I got a real lawyer, mine was making 75 bucks an hour. I mean, 75 bucks an hour sounds like, you know, to most people is like, wow, that's like, that's a lot of money. Why, you know, but to a lawyer and, 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 you know, a lawyer himself is a business and I agree there, there's a lot of it. It's it's just a racket and they don't deserve the money, you know, some of the money that they get paid, but they have office fees. They have to pay a paralegal. They have to pay you know, expert fees and all this and that, all on that 75 bucks an hour. And so the public defenders are not trying as hard as if you were paying them or if you were, if you had a lawyer that you paid. And not only that, one of the, you know, another fact of the matter is that they're getting paid by the county or whatever system that that you're involved in is actually the one that's paying them. And so naturally, they're really working for them. I won't say that all of them are. I've, you know, I've, I've researched some online, like on social media, like Twitter. And, and a lot of them really seem to be like they're working hard for their clients, even though they're a public defender and they're, they're not making near what they would they would normally charge this you know somebody for the same crime or for you know for the same case and so my personal i mean i had there was i i know for a fact two other guys that i was in jail with that um that had the same public defender that i did and both of them are in prison right now and and if you ask me like they don't deserve to be in prison for what they did i'll say this like one guy got pulled over or actually he was parked checking to see where he was going to go it, like looking at his google maps cop comes up behind him starts you know giving him the run around giving him some grief and whatever and and through the process of getting arrested for, you know, he was intoxicated, I guess. I don't know, you know, and I'm, I don't know how intoxicated he was. It should have been a DUI. But somewhere along the line, he told the cop he was going to kick his ass. While he was handcuffed, while he was sitting in the back of the car. I mean, that's a threat. But it was an, it was an impossible threat. The guy was, you know pissed off he was sitting there you know i'm just saying like this guy got 10 months in prison for that and and you know part of what they use against him is that he had been convicted of something in the past so what what should have turned and been a dui and just you know smack him on the back of the head when nobody's looking like i think what they used to do when you know cops weren't such fucking pussies is they, you know, smack him on the back of the head, throw him in the tank for the night, and let him go home and charge him with DUI. Instead, he's in prison for that. So how much money is he going to make? How much, you know, how much income is he going to generate? How much is he going to contribute to society over the next 10 months? Nothing. Absolutely nothing, because he's going to be sitting in prison eating fucking ramen noodles. And, you know... I seen his case. I saw all the evidence. 
I didn't see the body cam or anything, but I saw what they said about him, and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, you have to be kidding me. You told a cop you're going to kick his ass. You were a little intoxicated, sitting on the side of the road, and now you're going to prison for this. And, I mean, that's my, I guess my point of saying this was it, it was the public defender. Public defender didn't give a shit. He pled him down. The the prosecutors knew that 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 he wasn't um, that the that the public defender was going to do exactly what he said, you know what he what he wanted him to do, and they, then they were going to, you know, sign the paperwork. Judge is going to sentence him, and off he goes, and it's just another win for the prosecutor. He don't give a shit about that guy. That guy's not a threat to society. I've met him. I mean, he, he worked a little factory job and, and, you know, made 15 bucks an hour or something like that, just trying to get by. And I don't know, you know, his whole story because I just know him from being in jail. But I just don't believe that based on what I saw, the guy should be thrown in prison for that. And I think the the biggest reason for that was because... He just had a shitty lawyer. It had nothing to do with anything else. He his his lawyer failed him, and the prosecution knew it. And it's another win for them. So at the end of the year, they can say, "Well, we prosecuted." You know, I don't know how many people get. I see. I I follow my county every day. I just want to see what's going on because I'm I'm interested in my case and and whatnot. And I want to see how the judge reacts, and I want to see how the prosecutors react, and what they say about these people, because I've just become more and more fascinated with it, and it's just shocking to me. I I mean, it's it's just a never-ending cycle, and and so, you know, and that's what they caught, you know, get getting caught up in the system, and you know. Guys come out and they get you know you know they get a tattoo on their on their elbow of of a spider web they get caught in the web and that's exactly what it is. You can go on my you can go on my county sheriff website right now and check all the active inmates, and I bet half of them are in there for a probation or parole violation. And that's it. And I don't know what the violation was. Maybe they failed a drug test. Maybe they I don't know what they did. You know, some of them got a DUI while they're on probation, or now they call it community control is what they call. Um, And it's just, it's disgusting to me. And I'm in the middle of it because, you know, one cop wanted to fucking use his, his power... And his status in the police department against me so he could get back at me for an argument we had a couple days prior. Went through his channels to get another cop called to come out to check on me. And then he lied his ass off about why he was even there in the first place and why he stopped. And what I did during the whole incident. It was all lies. I mean, it was like I like when I first got my, you know, my discovery paperwork while I was in jail. I got it like I think like eight days after my arrest, like a couple days after my indictment, 
I just couldn't believe it. I thought, this is bullshit. Like, how do I get, you know, who do you even talk to? Nobody. There ain't nobody to fucking talk to. And if you try to talk to anybody on the outside about it, they just, they're recording all your phone calls and they're going to use anything you say against you. And so they really just, they really just take you and just choke you out until you can't take it anymore or you feel like you're trapped and there's no way out and then you sign off and say fuck it I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to be guilty and I'm going to hope the judge doesn't send me to prison and let me tell you they send them to prison all the fucking time there's people going to prison every fucking week out of this county and and I would say it's actually a very unpopulated, like, in comparison to other areas around here. I live in Ohio. I'm not going to say this because I don't... I mean, you could look it up, I guess. But um, it's just it's just shocking to me how many people are sent to prison and how many people are levied, like, thousands of dollars in fines and and ridiculous amounts of jail time and it's over and over again and it, and eventually now now don't get me wrong there are people that belong in jail there are plenty of people that are going to prison that are in jail whatnot that belong there there are some really bad people and I've met I've met several of them I've met several of them I've met I've actually met murderers and I've actually met people who've fucking rape women and children and those guys deserve to be in prison for as long as they possibly can get them in there i'm talking about your guy that was sitting on the side of the road or your guy like me who was who was fucking minding his own business and got caught up in some shit that that fucking should have never happened and you know the just it's just it's just disgusting to me how they treat people and then you know these guys all have these prosecutors i would say the judges don't the judges are pretty low key and and i actually believe that the judge in our county is really a fair a fair person i think he's an honest person um just based on some other people I know that know him personally from when he was a lawyer. But it's just the prosecutors. Because they're just politicians. They actually run for office. And it's just like a senator that you see in Washington that fucking lies his ass off to get there. And then, you know, they just do everything they can to stay in that position until they can get a better one. And... There's, there's people, there's innocent people's lives in their hands and they couldn't give a fuck less. They couldn't give a fuck less because all that matters is about winning their case. I mean, you know, just, just the fact of the grand jury, I never really understood. I remember my grandfather told me that he was in, he was on a grand jury a long time ago and he's been dead for 13 years and he you know, he would be close to 90 at this point uh, now, not 90, but in his, in his mid-80s. 
And he told me Grand Jury was the best one to be on. And I, that's, you know, throughout my life, that's all I ever really thought about the Grand Jury was, wow, you get to see more evidence and you get to see this and that. And, and, and it's how prosecutors get people convicted because they go to the Grand Jury and all they see is one side. And then they say, okay, well, this guy... He he con- he committed, you know, obstruction of justice or obstruction of official business or he was, you know, threatened somebody or whatever. And what they do is they go in there with that one charge and then the grand jury, without the grand jury, they can't add anymore. But so the, they go to the grand jury with all this this evidence and a lot of it is hearsay and a lot of it is just testimony that wouldn't even be admissible in, in a regular jury trial. And then you need seven of nine to to indict them. And then all of a sudden they're indicted. And now all of a sudden you've got, instead of you go from one charge to three charges with a bunch of specifications added to it that add even more prison time. And so then you get your indictment, and now all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, you got nowhere to go, you know? You're, in, you're, you're, you're sitting in jail, you can't afford to get out, and that's, that's exactly what they want. It's exactly what they want. I don't know what a grand jury looks like. Maybe they're sitting there drinking fucking wine or coffee or whatever, and they're just shooting the shit and watching videotapes of cops and, and, you know, people being arrested, and they're just like, yay, indict them. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't know. I mean, I imagine it's semi-professional and whatnot, but the fact that, that, that the, uh, the prosecutors can use basically anything they want. I mean, in my case, I'll say this, in my case, they, I know that they, that the grand jury is led to believe that one person who's actually my best witness in the whole situation, they believe, they were told that he's testifying on the prosecution's behalf. It's total lies. So I don't know if that would have, you know, if they would have, you know, if they would know otherwise, if they would have not indicted me, I don't know. But I just know that it's just unfair because one statistic that I learned while I was in there is that only about 5% of all criminal cases go to trial. 5%. So if a 1,000 people are indicted, I mean, what is that? Like, you know... I don't even know. That's it's it's just ridiculous that that to think like wow like of all these people who are who are are charged indicted whatnot only five percent actually make it to a jury trial and so let's just say ninety five percent of them maybe not ninety five percent because some of the cases are dismissed or you know whatnot. So let's just say, I don't know, let's just say 
are sent are are convicted. That's a huge that's a huge margin. And I I actually believe that I mean I wish there was some way that you could push this because it's extremely expensive to do a jury trial because you got to have you got to pay all these people to come in and you have to select from a you know a large pool of people and then 12 of them end up end up being you know selected to sit on the jury and the county or the whatever system it is is end up paying them it's very expensive you know not only for the defendant to to hire if you if the defendant has a lawyer that they're paying like I do now um you know you got to pay the prosecutor to be there you got to pay witnesses you got to pay police officers experts i mean there's a lot of money involved and so the last thing that a prosecutor really wants unless it's a solid case like you know a murder where there's a confession or something like that they don't want it to go to trial because there's a chance there's a good chance that they're going to lose. And if they lose, it looks bad on them. So they generally do everything they can to try to choke somebody out to, to get them to plea down and just accept their fate to go to prison or, or, you know, parole, probation, whatever, and, and just get it over with. It's horrible. I wish that everybody would go to trial. And I, I just, I honestly wonder, like, if there was some law that mandated that, you know, certain cases were required to go to trial or a certain number of them were, were required to go to trial, then um, how, many, how many less people there would be in prison? Or how many less how many less innocent people would be sent to prison or people who just made a minor mistake that turned into something bigger? I mean, seriously. There would be a lot less because because a jury, a lot of times, if you get in front... I mean, just the cases that I saw. I mean, I'm like... One, one other example is a domestic violence dispute. Where, where a guy actually got sentenced to 18 months over an, a, an argument with his girlfriend. They were both highly intoxicated. And she called the cops on him because they, because they were arguing. And she knew that, that, that she would get him busted. He ended, up, he ended up pleading out like right away. He wanted to get it over with before it ever went to the grand jury because he knew that they were going to put so much shit over his head that he would he would end up having to go to trial. And and so he just pled down, pled out, pled guilty, and and took his medicine. And it probably saved him a lot of time because you know one of, and one of the other factors that you know I think everybody in general knows this is that um you go to trial and you're faced with being maxed out so like you go to trial there you get convicted 
now you're convicted of three charges that all carry different sentences. Maybe they carry the same sentence and you could get them consecutively. And which means you do 18 months for one, 24 months for one, 36 months. I mean, and so it's it's the big fear, you know. And so what will happen normally in that case is the prosecutor will say, okay, well, if you plead to this one that carries a 36-month sentence, we'll drop the other two. In my mind, it's like, well, if you're willing to drop these other two, why wouldn't you be willing to drop the other two going into trial and then just put me on trial for this one because they're afraid to lose? So instead, you know, like I said, it's a win for them. It's all just a big racket, and and I probably should wrap this up, but it's all like a, a big racket. These lawyers are getting paid a bunch of money, and I don't. I'm not hating on anybody for making a bunch of money. The prosecutors are making, you know, in general, one hundred fifty thousand a year, two hundred thousand a year by the county. You know, with great benefits and all that shit, and and they've got so many lives in their hands. And a lot, like I said, a lot of these people deserve to go to prison. A lot of them are bad people, but a lot of them are good people, just trying to find a way, just trying to get through life, and they got caught up in some lies or they got caught up in some shit that they didn't mean to do or they didn't, it didn't, you know, it didn't actually happen the way that it's been portrayed and because of the prosecutors and the grand jury and the bond system, they had no choice but to just fucking take their medicine and go, you know, join the system. And, uh, I refuse to do that, and that's why, I mean, there's some there's some really shady things in my case that I just don't, I, I just never, I never accepted the fact that I did what they said I did. It, I'm not a bad guy at all. Like, I've never hurt anybody in my life, and I don't think, you know, I've, I don't think I've been in a fist fight since I was in high school, and I'm 40 years old, you know. So, but, you know, they portray me as being this awful person, and it's just all bullshit. Everybody that really knows me knows that I'm a good guy, and I'd do anything for anybody if I could. And, you know, I just refused whenever they sent me an offer, you know, to drop one charge if I pled guilty to the other. I was like, fuck you. I, I fucking served nine years in the military to protect our Constitution. And I'll be damned if I plead guilty to something that violated my constitutional rights. And, you know, so here I am, awaiting trial in a couple months. I've got a good lawyer. And I think the truth is on, I I don't think, I I know the truth is on my side. If this is a situation where I was, you know, Afraid to speak the truth. I don't want it to get out there because they can just use it against me. So that's that's why I'm not going to talk about specifics at this point. But 
you know, once once the truth is actually told to the jury, like it wasn't to the grand jury, I don't think there's any way any way that I'll be convicted of, of what I've been accused of. I just don't believe that. I, I think I've always had I'm a you know, regular guy and I feel like I have a good understanding about what regular people how regular people feel about things and I think once they see all sides of the case I'll be found not guilty or the prosecution will drop it before then you know a lot of times that happens they'll wait right up until trial date right up right up until they possibly can and they'll dismiss the case it happens I won't say it happens all the time but it does happen and uh you know that's what I hope that happens with mine because I would really like to go on with my life but I thought I'd just start this podcast to talk you know to get some thoughts and theories about life and you know some things that I the way that I think about things and feel about things and and some of my life experiences and just get it out of there while I'm out on bond thank you